Hi, hello, and welcome to the Daisy Take. This is your host, Daisy Elizabeth, and I hope you're having a good day. I hope everything's going great, and it's Friday, so let's get excited, and let's get started. So today's a missing persons case, LMA Begay, and information for this podcast comes from NavajoTimes.com, KOAT.com, FBI.com, the Salt Lake Tribune, and azcentral.com. Ella Mae Begay went missing on June 15th, 2021. Now, I know it was in June. I did read some articles that said June 15th or June 20th, but um, that was the most recent one I read. She was reported missing and she was 62 years old. She lived on one of the most remote areas on the reservation. Um, Her whole disappearance has raised suspicion. She was reported missing from her residence near Sweetwater, Arizona. Now I did Google this on Google Earth and it looks like Sweetwater, Arizona is just like desert. I didn't see any places for houses and stuff, but maybe they just didn't show that and they just weren't there. And she was reported missing by family members. Early in the morning, her vehicle, a Ford F-150, was seen leaving her residence. It was believed that the truck may have been driven towards Thero, New Mexico. I know I'm not saying that right. But Thero, New Mexico. And it may have proceeded in a direction towards Albuquerque, New Mexico. LMA's vehicle was described as a 2000 Ford F-150 with a broken tailgate that would not close. Her Arizona license plate is AFE-7101 and the FBI is offering a $5,000 reward. She was known to the Sweetwater community as a caregiver, loving elder, and a matriarch. I have seen some of the rugs that she has done, and they are absolutely beautiful. And not only that, they tell a story, you know, they tell a story. And I think that, because I read somewhere, I think her niece said, She never told you what kind of rug she was going to do, but she saw it in her head. So that's what she would do. And I think that's beautiful. Seraphine, and I hope I'm saying that right. And I apologize if I didn't get your name right. Seraphine Warren took an early morning walk from her aunt's house to Window Rock. But it wasn't just a regular walk. This was a walk to raise awareness for her aunt who had been missing since 2021. A lot of people had heard about this already and she started the walk to raise awareness because people should be talking. People should be talking about her missing and people should be talking about, you know, looking for her, gathering information, things like that. Her niece says that authorities just tell her they are investigating, but have no answers. 
that to me for the family, that to me is very frustrating. So I can imagine what it's like for the family. Um, Preston Toleth may have been in the area the morning of her disappearance. He is known to reside in Thero, New Mexico. Now, police said where they located him, they located him there in New Mexico. However, they didn't give any further information, like um, he knew where she was at or, or uh, naming you know, him as a suspect or anything like that. From what I've read, um, they didn't give a lot of information about it. So that to me is kind of like, why wouldn't you want to give information? But I guess they have their reasons. So um, her son, I read an article and her son still texts his mom every birthday. And her disappearance is such a mystery. But he texts her every birthday hoping that he will get a text back. That just broke my heart because I thought, wow, you know, um, I guess he was really devastated when his father died. But when his mother went missing, it was just like, you know, super devastation, I guess. Um they want closure and the family wants closure. So if this can help in any way, and I can spread message about her disappearance and I can spread some kind of awareness, then I, I think that would be great because maybe they can find her. I do hope they bring her home and I pray that they bring her home. Um, now they do have a $5,000 reward for information to anyone involved with her disappearance. So I guess the FBI is using the reward to publicize the case as a tool for police to use. And they were saying that, you know, if you, if you see her or you know what's going on or you know what's happening, no amount of information is too small. And the, this case has become well-known throughout the country. Well-known. There's been several podcasts on it. People have been doing podcasts on it. And um, there's been several articles and, and YouTube videos. So there's been all kinds of, of recognition with this case to try to bring her home. And I guess it really does draw attention, you know, to this case. Um. The focus of murdered and missing indigenous women. I think that there needs to be a real for focus there. And I think that her family and friends are frustrated with the lack of, of not finding her. They're wanting to find her. And, you know, maybe the, maybe the police don't have any answers or maybe they're just not trying that hard. I don't know if it's considered a, cold case missing persons. Um, but I know that, you know, her family and friends have never stopped looking. So the family and authorities believe that her truck was driven to Albuquerque and that it may have gone to Albuquerque. 
and maybe it got, you know, maybe, I don't know, like there's been no sign of the truck. So what could have happened to it? Like, where is it? It's probably in a body shop or a chop shop somewhere. I don't know. Um, it's never, ever been found. And it has the license plate, once again, of FE7101. It is silver or gray, silver or gray. Um, if anybody has any kind of information, if they've ever seen it, if they've seen the license plate, if you know of anybody who's driving this truck, uh, please let authorities know. Please call the FBI or, or let somebody know. Um, and they are offering the $5,000 reward. That is something that can make, you know, really help a person out. If you have information, give it. Don't, you know, think that you're going to betray someone. You know, give your information because that's what you need to do to help bring her home. This is a woman who has friends and family that love her and that want her to be home. They don't want her to be missing. So this episode today is kind of going to be a short one just because this podcast, um, you know, other podcasters have done this particular story. So I don't want to really drag it out. Um, but I know that I needed to do it. Um, just to give the information, to let people know where she was, when she went missing, and, um, you know, just so that people will know. Maybe if more people talk and more people get the word out, she'll be able to come home. Um, so let me just say real quick, the FBI office in Albuquerque released an updated list of the missing indigenous persons in New Mexico and the Navajo Nation. There had been 192, 192 names listed. The latest list reflects an addition of 27 names, okay? And the removal of 18 since the list was released. Now think about what I just said for a minute. There's 192 there was 27 additional names added and they removed 18. I think that you should sit there and think about that for a while and let that sink in and put yourself into perspective. There's only been 18 removed. And I know that these people can't just go missing into thin air. Like who does that? Is there like a time machine? I mean, I, I don't know. All I know is this woman was a very kind woman. She was a very caring woman. She loved to give hugs. And I do know from what I read that she did not let people enter her homes during the pandemic. So when she was at home, she had a, a fence around her house or a gate. She never let anyone enter her home during the pandemic. So I'm thinking the person that did um, kidnap her or make her go missing, I'm thinking she knew them. Maybe she did know them. Um, maybe that was the whole thing. She knew them. So she said, 
come into my home and then they did what they were going to do. But that was in 2021. So, and I think it's wonderful what her niece is doing. Her niece is making aware of all the missing people out there, not just her aunt, but everyone. She wants to be a part of this. And I think that's beautiful. And if I could do that, I totally would do that because I think it's beautiful. I have Native American uh, blood in my family, um, Mexican, Hispanic, you know, just different, different kinds of people in my family. And I think it's really beautiful when you're out there and you're trying to make a difference. Um, I just want her to come home. I just want her to come home. So Ella Begay is described as a slender woman, about 115 pounds, five foot one. Her missing vehicle is a silver 2005 Ford F-150 with the license plate once again, AFE 7101. Anyone with information about her disappearance or anyone who has seen her vehicle, please call the Navajo Police Department, Shiprock District at 505-368-1350 or 505-368-1351 or 911. I just feel it's a good thing to have her out there. Like I said, this is going to be a short podcast because um, she has gone missing um, and other people have done this story on their podcasts. So, you know, I don't want to overdo it, but I don't think I could ever overdo it. I just want the family to know that I'm behind you all and let's bring Ella home. Let's bring all of them home. Every single one of them. 192 missing? Missing, murdered, and indigenous women. I don't, I don't know how there could be 192 missing. It always baffles me. Like it always, I'm, I'm just very, I don't even know what to say about it, but when you go missing, where do you go? Literally, where do you go? You're missing. Where do you go? Do you just like vanish into thin air? You know, there's people driving around. Her family members have her picture missing on their vehicles, you know, and I think that's really good to spread awareness because that's what we need is to talk and spread awareness. And I believe that the family is frustrated with the lack of concern that the police are showing there's really a lack of concern. So her niece, a Navajo woman, walked from Washington, D.C. to focus attention on her missing aunt. She just went for a walk and she kept walking. Um, and I think it's beautiful, you know. 
you know, her family believed that the Navajo police investigators and leaders derailed the early stages of the investigation. Now, why would they do that? You know, I don't know. Maybe they just don't give a crap or maybe they do and they're stuck at a dead end. I don't really. Um, and I really believe that Seraphine has been a powerhouse in advocating for her aunt. Um, you know, she wants to stand up for truth and get the people who attack you because they're not comfortable with the truth. So she set out to Washington, D.C. to go meet officials from the U.S. government. But then on the same hand, you also have resistance doing that. But, you know, she did, and she's a very, very brave woman. She's standing up for her aunt and for others. And I think that's really great. So if any of you have any information on her disappearance, please contact somebody. Call 911. Call the FBI. If you've seen the truck in Albuquerque somewhere, Call somebody, let them know, dial 911, do something. Once again, Navajo Police Department, Shiprock, 505-368-1350 or 505-368-1351 or 911. Because she went missing literally from her house, driving away, I believe it was 530 in the morning. And I believe in one of the articles it said that somebody was with her. So that to me was just um, like who would be with her, you know? Um, now I know that they do just one real quick side note. I know that they did question someone. And um, when they questioned him, they did not say whether he was a suspect or not. Um but that he is from the Thero, New Mexico area and police did locate him there, but they didn't provide additional details. And this person's name is Preston Toleth. So I guess they're thinking he may have been in the area the morning of her disappearance. I'm not sure. But if you have any information on her whereabouts, please call the Navajo Police Department. Shiprock, Shiprock District. Once again, 505-368-1350 or 505-368-1351. And I'd like to thank you all for listening to my podcast. Um, I, I really do appreciate it. And I want to... Um, extend a shout out to my sister Jolie today. Uh, she's kind of going through some rough stuff. So just want to say my thoughts and prayers are, are with her in this time. And, um, I'm just thankful for you all for listening and I appreciate it. And, um, if any of you have any information, please call and um, let's help the family on this.
So I want to thank you all for listening and have a wonderful Friday. Bye.